Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the inner circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us right here than any other place on the planet. Those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, thank you so much for your consistency. For those of you who are not familiar with me and you're tuning for the first time, I am consistently speaking to the issues of our liberation, our resurrection, our being able to respond correctly and directly in any and every now moment towards our greater good. To understand that we are being slapped in the face on all sides with all of the obesity and the diabetes and the Issues that have crystallized in our tissues as a result of what we've done consistently over time in terms of all of the partaking of all of the products that we have access to in the supermarkets, the corner stores, and all of the things that we've ingested over decades. And now that things are showing up as a result of how much stuff that we've consumed that has no organic, um, natural life force and it's just there and this is why we see over time you know sisters will say well you know I used to be very petite you understand and and over the years of consistency over time in dealing with the standard American diet it's like there's nothing the body knows how to do with all of the stuff that we've consumed over the years and I have to speak to it I have to address it because it's like the elephant that's in the room that nobody's speaking about how sick we are you understand and to not address it and to think that there is some true progression that we've made as a people to not address it and to think that there is some real prosperity that we can have when so many work on behalf of who I refer to as the corporate deities of death the meat the dairy the eggs the chicken the fish the alcohol tobacco and sugar industries that we we can do better and to understand that to have so many People who are daily engaged in the manufacturing, the production, the distribution, the uh, advertising of things that the body cannot utilize. It has absolutely no nutritional value. There's nothing that it does to enhance cellular functioning. And for these things to become consumed more than fresh fruit and vegetation, for us to have more access to that which has no substance, nothing that our hearts, our bloodstreams, our bodies can utilize, all for the sake of money and capitalism and profit, it's delusional to think that there is some profit when so many ones are engaged in undermining their cellular functioning. And because it is the norm, because it is a part of what we have all inherited being under a system of capitalization where purpose in existence has been relegated to how much money we're generating, 
And the thought that we're supposed to be dying from something being so prevalent. And then the suicide rates is increasing amongst our youth. The disenchantment, the, the homelessness, the hopelessness, the drug addiction. And now the, the uh, widespread use of, of uh, marijuana or what people refer to as cannabis and CBD oil and this craze that's going on all over the world behind it. I'm just saying is that we're in a state of emergency. Global crisis. And it's beyond the haves and the have-nots. It's about the carelessness and the care-nots. It's about our realizing that there is an initiative to make sure that we are not able to respond correctly and directly to being under a state of emergency. That we continue to focus on the ball games. To be distracted with all of the entertainment. Our entertainers have become our leadership. Are they entertaining or facilitating our entertainment or distracting? Yes, we all need comic relief. We all need to be able to relax. We all need to be in a place and space where we are supported institutionally, systemically, towards our wholeness, towards our greatness, towards our being in a place and space where we are exalting a full life's urge, which is the natural instinct of intelligences of all shape, form, and fashion that we as these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence should be able to respond correctly and directly in every now moment under any nationality, ethnicity, religion, everything should be working towards the greater good. But if the people themselves and the populace that we are if, if you as individuals and as we as individual points of this absolute and supreme intelligence do not care to exalt a full effort in our living, if it does not matter to us that that which we claim as food In the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, artificially colored, artificially flavored, Nutrisweet, Aspartame, latent stuff, all of these candies and gums and sugary things or the things that have the Splenda and the Equal and the Aspartame. And I'm just saying is that these things should have never come to market. There should be an initiative in our living that exalts life itself and industrialization and all of what we have come to have an understanding of and an understanding of in terms of how much chemical poisoning there is. 
and the accumulation over time of these chemicals, these nitrates and nitrites, preservatives and BHA and BHT and the synthetics and all of the stuff. Then by the time you filter in all of the vitamins that people take, thinking that they're doing something that's in their best interest. When your body is organic and the vitamins are not. See, the system does not work by itself. It works because people work it. Our educational systems, our universities and colleges, our schools and whatnot have worked towards putting us in a place where we can sit still for X amount of hours a day that uh, we can urinate and move our bowels at a certain time of day. We can eat at a certain time of the day. We can, you understand, we can really be kept in, in square rooms of boxes. Without, and, and to do this consistently over time, under the guise of education, which is not intended to truly develop and cultivate the real gifts of who the people actually are, who these children actually are. We should be in a place and space where we are truly acknowledging the divine spark of of genius that is inherent within everyone. And to know that the educational process should be a process of cultivating the divinity of the being that is there. That nobody has been authorized by the intelligence of existence, the the light of, of existence, that which we refer to as God, to be the perpetuators of sickness, illness, disease, and death as a livelihood. That we are under the auspices of those who are not really all put together like they would exalt themselves to be because otherwise you would not be allowing for the manufacture and the production and the distribution and the commercial advertising and sublimation of of that which undermines the cellular functioning of, of children from the vaccinations and inoculations to the candy and the, all of the stuff that's available on the market that is marketed to children without our really having an understanding that sugar is really the gateway drug. The refined white crystalline thing called sugar is the gateway drug that many have become addicted to as children. A system and a society and a government that facilitates the cellular oppression of its children is a system and a government and a society that will compound ill upon ill upon ill upon itself until it dies. So the children have to become wise enough to outthink their parents and their grandparents 
And the youth, those who are the 20-some-year-olds and the 30-some-year-olds, have to come to a point in place where they realize that they do not have 20 years to be out of order. They do not have 20 years to try to figure it out. They do not have 20 years to be uh, in the ditches and valleys of degradation on the path of adulteration and then think that they will have time to get themselves together. They do not have that kind of time. We're under a system of suppression and oppression so that we are anesthetizing, inebriating, intoxicating, self-medicating, that does not amount to wholeness and healing. And in the light, it's everybody's responsibility To know how to care for themselves, to know how to feed themselves, to know how to cleanse themselves, to know how to really reverse these issues. It's nothing that we need to be licensed, certified, and degreed to do when the exaltation of life and the exaltation of who we are as intelligences of existence should be that which we are really involved with on a daily basis, consistently over time. So that we have the greatest opportunity to unfold, to consciously cultivate the divinity of ourselves, to be self-actualizing, self-realizing, to consciously care, to be harmonizing with the intelligence of existence, the laws of existence, the will of existence, and to know that each generation should become more dynamic than the previous one and their is greatness in the lineages that we represent. And so we take this time to remember, we take this time to be uh, supported in making the commitments to life itself, to realize that no matter what we've done, no matter what the prognosis, no matter what the diagnosis, no matter what (laughs) your story is, the issue is we are able to rewrite our own narratives about what we're living for and what really matters to us and what it is we'd love to see and how do we engage with one another to create the greatest opportunities for the greatest giving, the greatest sharing, the greatest loving, the greatest being for us all. See, the intelligence of existence is so intelligent that it has gifted itself to absolutely everything and everyone, everywhere. It beats our hearts. It breathes us. We're all breatharian first. And we all really require the same things in order to truly optimize and maximize the intelligence of who and what we actually are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme presence that is absolutely and supremely present. And to know that there is no separation, that there is only one intelligence of existence that has gifted itself to everything and everyone. And so when we are moving through the city and seeing the people with their pets and the dogs and whatnot, these beings are intelligent. You understand the cows are intelligent. You understand? So even if they're they're bred beings and, and they are mixed breeds or whatever, they're still intelligent. You can't take the intelligence out of a thing. 
And the nature of the intelligence is still divinity. It's, it's conscientiousness. It's consciousness. And these people have put, put us in a place where we feel as though the cows and the pigs and the turkeys and the chickens, that they have no feelings, that they're just dumb creatures. But why would you eat them? And now we've got all of these ones who are really signing off as in not as intelligences of existence, but based upon their their are exalting their identity based upon what they eat. So we are kind of signing off on being human eaters as opposed to being human beings. And so the food should be the fuel for optimization and maximizing our cellular functioning so that we are literally oxygenating, hydrating, mineralizing, and facilitating optimum cellular functioning and regenerating ourselves, healing ourselves. But the people have you in a position where you have created all of these issues. So if you multiply your age times 365 and get how many days you've actually lived and subtract 730 days, which is the two years that you probably did not have teeth coming into the world. And to know that uh, by hook or by crook, you bathe, then you were bathed, then you bathe every day the outside of your body, but you don't live on the outside of your body. You live on the inside of your body. And for 10 to 15 to 20 to 25,000 days of life and have bathed every day, sometimes two, three times a day based on the activity and then have not spent one-tenth of that time focused on Bathing the inside of the body, not knowing how, not even being oriented towards a need to do it for the sake of reversing any kind of issue. And so where many ones now are moving in the trend of veganism and vegetarianism and whatnot and are still consciously reaching for a lot of proteins and starches to make up for the meat that they aren't eating and being in a place where they would prefer to have uh, egg substitutes and meat substitutes and all of this thing is will not facilitate the kind of cleansing that truly needs to happen as a result of 10, 20, 30 thousand days of meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, fish, flesh, flour, sugar, alcohol, tobacco, and all of the artificial colors, artificial flavors, nitrates, nitrites, and all of that. So I am the one who is really emphasizing the need for us to truly get clear that we are intelligences of existence. We are not black people and white people, and you understand we're not colors. We're hues have hues but that does not constitute our identity and so the self-knowing the creator knowing the creation knowing how do we create how do we participate 
in what's showing up in the world by virtue of what thoughts we think, how crystal clear is our visioning, our care, our imagination to bring forward that which is going to facilitate some of what is needed in the water purification, in the uh, reversing some of the uh, the poisoning of, of the land and the demineralization of farmlands and all of this stuff. I'm just saying is that, no, the genius is already in us. But we're suffering from degrees of cellular oppression as a result of all of the chemical residues that are being held by all of the mucus that came from all of the waffles and the pancakes and the biscuits and the croissants and the donuts and the dinner rolls and all the pancakes, all of these things that create all of this mucus that holds all of these chemicals. And then you're just going to stop eating those things and then start eating these other things that may be organic, but then you're spending all this money on that, which they say is organic. But how is it that we had all of this inorganic food? Now, all of the, all of a sudden we got all of this organic food. Certified organic, but your tissues are holding more chemicals from the nitrates and the nitrites and the preservatives and the carbon monoxide and all of the gases that they did with all of the meat so that it looked like it was still arterial and it was not. It was putrid. It was just colored. So I'm saying is that now we're in a state of crisis. Crisis that has been facilitated through being cellularly oppressed so that we are not accessing the fullness of the clarity of thought and mind that we should have access to as intelligences of existence. We should have outthought this. We should have outthought a system That is in place that is oppressive. That it's not just oppressive to those who are the ascendants and the descendants of of the indigenous ones and the the enslaved ones, but oppressive to absolutely everybody. And some ones feel as though because they work good jobs and they get a good pay and they can you know, be behind gated communities and drive nice cars and all of this, that they've made it and they've arrived, but they haven't outfought this. And then to have all of these autistic children, special needs children, because of the nutritional deficiency that was perpetuated as a result of being fed breakfast cereals and cow's milk and ice cream and candy and sugar and all of this stuff from the time that you were very, very young, from the time that you could, you could chew, feeding the flesh of dead animals to children and hot dogs and hamburgers and, and all of this stuff. And then when it come time for them to procreate and become mothers and fathers, which is destiny from the time that we were typed 
female and then male in our mother's wombs, destiny was becoming men and wombed men. Mothers and fathers, grandmothers and grandfathers, great-grandmothers and great-grandfathers and great-great and the great-great and the great-great. And I'm just saying that even if you did not bring children forward, you still have duty, obligation and responsibility in the exaltation of a full life's urge. Still, have responsibility, duty, and obligation to honor the legacy of the lineages that you represent, to consciously care, to be a glory unto those through whom you've come, to consciously care, to activate your DNA, to invoke and call forth the greatness of who you have come through, your inheritance and your heritage. It's not that some generations, a couple of generations, they work and work and work and work and they set up trust funds and this and that and the other and those who they didn't have time to spend with, they get all of their money when these ones have worked themselves to death and they've gone. And I'm saying that we are all so absolutely blessed with each and every breath and every beat of our heart. And in this now moment, we have to cultivate the best of ourselves, the light of ourselves, the truth of ourselves to understand the oneness that we each are. With existence itself. And that includes all the cows and the pigs and the chickens and the turkeys. And we cannot be in violation of ourselves and really survive it. We cannot be in violation of the laws that govern our existence and survive it. We cannot be murderers, liars, and thieves and survive it. We cannot destroy Mother Earth and the integrity of Mother Nature and survive it. We cannot love killing ourselves, undermining ourselves, feeding, intoxicating, inebriating, anesthetizing, stupefying ourselves, self-medicating, and survive it. So the issue is, what do we really want? What do you really want? I know what I really want. And that's just to walk in the fullness of the integrity of my own authenticity as this living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of this absolute and supreme intelligence. And what do I want? To see us all digging deeper, reaching higher, consciously caring to be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified so that we are rising as a global humanity. On behalf of all of those who've come before us, all of those whose names we can call, all of those who strove, all of those who struggled, all of those who were taken out, all of those who were deemed a threat to the status quo, to the oppressive energies and frequencies. But to know this, there is no triumph possible without absolute love, light, wisdom, truth. There is no real power without real love, light, wisdom, and truth. There is no real prosperity where there is no investment in cultivating the wealth of the people themselves. We have to flip this script. It's a whole new paradigm, and the paradigm is the order of the ages and the laws of existence and the love of being. And being loving and being in the integrity 
of who we are. As wombed men, the perpetuator of lineages, and men, the the progenitor of lineages, and to know that regardless of which one you're more feeling like, because uh, we've got a lot of stuff going on, everybody is here to rejoice in the blessedness in being. And we can create heaven on earth as the earth is already in heaven. And this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. circle and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. The meaning of the inner circle is always intended to give us another opportunity to get real about who we are, where we are, why we are, and to come to that point and place where we're exalting a full life's urge, to come to that space within ourselves where it matters to us how we're showing up and that we are showing up. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us right here than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure you're always attuned to this frequency, I am so very grateful and so very thankful for all of you who who do stay up to listen, who make it your business to be present, because it matters what you're listening to. It matters that you are getting the support and the inspiration, the motivation, not just the information, because there is so much information. Some people are on an information overload, and after a while it becomes mind clutter because you are in the mix of having so much information that you are still not exalting a full life's urge and doing that which is truly in your own best interest. And that's where we are right now, because being under a pandemic that is sickness, illness, and disease as a result of being under a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide, it is affecting everybody's life. And to come to a point in place where it matters to us that we will no longer be complicit and complacent with our own cellular oppression and that we are making it our business on a daily basis to do truly what is going to be cellularly liberating in hydrating oxygenating, mineralizing, and opening up all channels of elimination so that these body temples can be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified so that the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses are completely enthroned, re-enthroned in our temples. And it matters that we care to do it because the bottom line is that if you can't think about it, if it's not on your mind, and you are focusing so much time and energy on having jobs and having money and spending money and doing whatever the hell you want to do, and you think that that is the degrees of freedom, that we should be exalting our free will to do whatever we want to do, regardless of whether it's in our best interest or not. And so where we are requires us to have a care to do that which is truly 
life enhancing, life exalting, to do that which is going to allow us to qualify our lives for continuance in existence as a result of being under the auspices of those who have already been disqualified for continuance in existence as a result of their murderous, capitalizing, bastardizing, usurping ways. We are in a now moment that requires us to rise as a global family, to come to a point and place where we will respect the right of all beings, to have the right to their lives, and to be in a space mentally and spiritually where we are caring to be whole and in that wholeness we're acknowledging the oneness of existence and exalting the commonality with each and every beat of our hearts to understand that there is one absolute and supreme intelligence that has gifted itself to absolutely everything and everyone, everywhere, including our animals. And for our global population to be guilty of supporting the violation and the annihilation of over 30, 40 billion creatures on an annual basis, to understand that this is what is sinking this ship. This now moment of eternity requires us to really consider and contemplate and be mindful of dwelling in the reality of eternity already so that we step off that path of adulteration, the path of death, that mindset that has us thinking that we're supposed to be dying, that death is the culmination, the finality, the destiny, the fate, and the eventuality of everybody. But if we remember to consider and to contemplate that which is the absolute truth of dwelling in the reality of this absolute and supreme presence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, to come to that space within our minds with each beat of our heart and every breath that we take that we are absolutely divinely designed and designed divinely and that as the earth is consistently regenerating, our cells should be consistently regenerating. But it cannot happen when we are consistently consuming that which rots, decays and decomposes, it's completely indigestible in our systems and it is creating toxicity, gas, and all manners of sludge that becomes the bloodstream. Our spirit is charged upon our blood and it is the condition of the blood that lays foundation for the quality of our thoughts. And so, mind you, that when you have those who are feeding off of the flesh of pigs and the flesh of cows and the flesh of turkeys and the flesh of chickens and then the flesh of fish and crayfish and lobster and whatnot, then you have a lot of decay and decomposition that goes on. But in that decay and decomposition, you have the proliferation of bacteria and organisms and worms and parasites that help to break that flesh down because our bodies are 80% water, just like the earth is 80% water. And in order for us to really 
extract any nutrients from a thing. We have to chew it. We have to masticate it. The digestion starts in the mouth with the salivation so that the enzymes that are being produced by protein-laden foods has to be acidic. And for that which is carbohydrate, then you have the alkalinity. But they neutralize each other, and so we have been taught to have breakfast with cereals and cow's milk and aborted fetuses and sausage and bacon and hash browns and all of this. And all of this, it cannot really be digested. And so over 10, 15, 20, 30 years of that, then you see all of the bloated bellies. You see all of the excess weight, which is excess waste in the system. It poisons our bloodstream. It interferes with our capacity to truly think, to be in a place and space where we're able to hold the light of supreme intelligence that we each have been given upon whatever to come to know it, to realize that everything that we see is as a result of what has been imaged in somebody's mind. But to come to a point where we are only exalting the lies and the delusions of somebody else's culture, a culture that is a death culture, puts us in a position where those of us who really care, we have to be able to outthink this. And our certification, licensing, and degreeing has not necessarily facilitated our capacity to outthink a system that erroneously and delusionally feels as though it can prosper when it works towards the detriment of Mother Earth, Mother Nature, all of her creatures in every hue of people. And so our daily due diligence has to be in exalting a full life's urge to come to a point and place where we are no nonsense and no compromise about the integrity of how we will stand in this life as men, the progenitor of lineages, as wombed men, the perpetuator of lineages, and to come to a point and place where it matters to us that we will honor and glorify the lineages that we have come through that we will consciously care to get to the essence of ourselves as light bearers and light beings, as those who should have, have the virtue of character that is consistent with who we are as the children of that entity that we refer to as God. But the desire for wholeness and the desire for godliness and the desire for righteousness has to become passionate for us under a system that perpetuates degradation, violation, molestation, rape, incarceration. You understand that we have all of this distortion and the religions support us in dwelling in the valley of the shadow of death and dwelling in the shadow of the valley of death when we are already immersed in the reality of eternity. And so our work right now is to be completely cleared and cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, so that we are able to be revitalized and revivified to stand as a resurrected people. Everywhere that we are, it is a need that the world has for us, that the earth has for us. And to differentiate between the world and the earth, the world is that mental sphere that has been created through the politics and government and religion and business. 
where we are always spouting the things that we've been heard that we've heard over time but to come to a point where we are accepting that in each now moment we have the opportunity to be in a direct line of light with our angels our guides our guardians our ancients and to come under the auspices of our souls to understand that there are no institutions that have rightly oriented us in terms of the exaltation of a full life's urge as that which is foundational. Our education should have supported us in that. Our religious training should have supported us in that. All business should support life itself. But when the business of creating sickness, illness, disease, and death has become multi-trillion dollar economy, then understand that you're dealing with a people who will soon cease to exist because the law is exacting and nobody can circumvent the devastation that is coming as a result of those ones being the legislators and the perpetuators of sickness, illness, disease, and death as livelihood. Now, we have the opportunity to step out of it, and that's what's needed, that everyone should come to that point and place where it matters to us that we are literally exalting life. It matters to us that we are doing the clearing, the cleansing, the purification, that we are reversing the AIDS, the cancer, the diabetes, and all of the other issues that have crystallized in our tissues and put us in a place where we are in the consistent state of dis-ease and imbalance. Being mindful of the divinity of existence is a necessity so that we are not disenchanted and overwhelmed with the degradation of the world. And sometimes we have to separate ourselves from those that we love when they're not loving themselves and they're not truly supporting you loving you either. And it's all right because in order for you and in order for us to get properly aligned with life itself, sometimes you've got to pull away from the crowd. You've got to come out the clubs. You have to be in a place where you are willing to do differently from, from that which you have done as a result of being under the thing, the thought that in order for us to be grown, we have to be adulterated. You understand, adult is short for adulterated, no longer what the creator intended. So as we were coming up, when we were little, they had the candy cigarettes, they had the apple beer, they had things that children, that were marketed to children so that children could pretend and play like we were grown up because our parents were doing these things. They were smoking, they were drinking. You understand, we would go behind them and get their little cigarettes and the, the, you know, I'm just saying is that adulteration has been the foundation of us. And in order for us to step out of the dis-ease, then we have to consciously remember that we dwell in the reality of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. It beats our heart, it breathes us, it sees through every eye. 
and that the absolute reality of existence is beyond all of the religions. It's beyond all of the gods and all of the names of the gods that we can call and all of those whose names we cannot call that are goddesses and lords and lordesses and saints and saviors and angels and gurus and mazis and nizis and the knowing ones that we are in a place and space where we each have duty, obligation, and responsibility to realign ourselves with the divinity of existence and to consciously care, to have the wherewithal, the consistent application unto life itself. And sometimes you can go through the scriptures and you can read books and you can get insight and you can be inspired, but it is still by virtue of what you do every day within the privacy of your own temple, how you're thinking, what's going on within you that lays a foundation for whether you are truly honoring yourself. But to come to that space and place now, where we are willing to step completely off the path of adulteration, to step completely off the path of death, onto the path of eternal life, everlasting life, to realize that the consciousness that dwells in the temple is going to influence the functioning of the, of the chemistry of the body, influence and infuse the cells with the thought and the energy and the emotion and the desire and the passion and the fear, whatever it is that we are feeling intensely, our cells are being programmed with that frequency and energy. And so when you've been diagnosed with something and fear sets in, as long as you are in the fear, then you have to come to a point where you are willing to do whatever it takes to exalt a full faith in knowing that whatever the diagnosis, it's reversible. That you are able to accept that you are divinely designed and all you have to do is come to a point within yourself where you will facilitate your daily clearing, cleansing, and purification because your body is already intelligent enough to know what it needs to do. We have to stop undermining it and begin to facilitate the processes of the clearing, the cleansing, the oxygenation, the mineralization, the hydration, and opening up all channels of elimination so that we are able to create a clean bloodstream. Your heart would never attack you. The heart attacks because there is so much sludge built up along the arteries and the veins and the blood vessels and the capillaries to the degree to which the amount of space that the blood has to flow is just consistently minimized. And being in a point and place where you are consuming so much mucus-producing foods, all of your carbs, your rice, your potatoes, your oatmeal, your breakfasts, your cheese, your eggs, your dairy, your ice cream, and all of this, it blocks and obstructs your ability to truly breathe. And after a while, after 30, 40, 50 years of that, we see the people dragging their oxygen tents around with them, 
oxygen tanks. And so I'm just saying is that we have to realize that the body is water and air and spirit and light. And just as the sun is consistently blazing and the earth is consistently spinning and we are all in motion throughout the cosmic, with each and every breath, we should be renewing, rebirthing, regenerating, rejuvenating, revitalizing. But it requires us to get to that place and space where we're willing to do the cleansing. We're willing to affirm the truth. We're willing to exalt and acknowledge that there is absolute reality that man has nothing to do with but to ignore the absolute reality and absolute law and focus so much on the legalities, the statutes, and the things of the games of agreement that men create and then not be conscientious and caring and loving enough, respectful enough of the divinity of your own being means that there's nothing that you can create except discord and chaos. Because the order starts with the intelligence of existence itself. And our wanting, caring, desiring, asking, knocking, seeking, Embracing, treasuring, cherishing, expressing our thanksgiving, our gratitude for the gift of life and to know that money is not greater than our breath and our heartbeat. And that for whatever amount of money we have, or the access, none of it is greater than one breath or one beat of our hearts. And that our real wealth starts with the acknowledgement of the truth of self, the divinity of being, to be in that mindset where it really matters to us to truly matter in this now moment, that it really matters that we are laying a greater foundation for our children, that we are cultivating them consciously, caringly, consistently, nourishing, nurturing, facilitating their greater good because we refuse to poison them and to realize that a society that poisons their children or a society that is destined to die and that all of the chemicals and all of the colorings and all of the sugar and all of the stuff that is in the candy and all of the things that are right there at eye level and able for these two and three and four-year-olds to reach it and say, Mommy, I want this. You understand? We have to stop this and no longer participate with it. Bring your children up on fresh food and water and, and love and exercise and, out, and being out in nature itself as opposed to being in front of the video games. Practicing the pleasure of killing. We're in an hour moment of eternity that requires us to exalt a full life's urge to be qualified for continuance in existence. To come to a point where we are truly being centered 
in that which is the truth of ourselves and to understand that there is no peace without love, that peace is literally accomplished love. And love is the harmony of truth. And the truth is that we, each of these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, it is absolute divinity. And it fills all spaces. It is all pervasive. There is nowhere where it is not. Our caring to walk in the integrity of the truth of ourselves has to become foundational for us. It has to become that which inspires us and motivates us to exalt a fuller and fuller life's urge to come to that place and space where we will respect the right of other ones to have the right to their lives and that we are consciously asking, knocking, seeking, cultivating, developing ourselves and understanding that we are on the planet to be able to master this realm so that we are the master of our own destiny and that the destiny is the greatest thing that we can do by virtue of our talent skills and abilities and what is needed in our now moment but where we do not have the love and we do not have the care to exalt a full effort a full life's urge where we do not care to be able to respond correctly and directly to what is ours to do in this now moment under a global initiative of depopulation and genocide to realize that we're being warred against and it absolutely affects everybody regardless of what hue and to come to a point and place where we will do nothing to undermine ourselves, that is the first line of defense when we're being warred against. Do nothing to undermine yourselves and to do everything to facilitate the cellular liberation by clearing, cleansing, purifying, hydrating, oxygenating, consciously caring to forgive, release, let go of the resentments, the frustration, the memories of the violation. Many of us have endured the degradation, the violation, the adulteration of our parents and our grandparents and all of those who were in their company. Many of us did the best we could as children. Many of us had happy childhoods, and many of us were able to emerge with some sense of ourselves. But when we realize that it takes a conscious intention to be greater than the ones that we've come through. And where we can accept their greatness and to understand that greatness is in the lineage 
but there's distortion and dysfunction and alcoholism and degradation and all of this other stuff that's in the lineage, then we have to be very mindful of what we are intentionally invoking and to consciously, intensely, intentionally invoke the greatness of the lineages that we represent. But to come to that point and place and space, we will declare the reality of that that we actually are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is supremely intelligent, that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. It fills all spaces. It's all pervasive. There is nowhere it is not. It beats our heart. It breathes us. But in order for us to be in, t in the integrity of that, then we have to be completely cleared, cleansed, and purified from the adulteration the inebriation, the stupefaction from the alcohol, the tobacco, the sugar, the dairy, the meat, the chicken, the fish. It is not food for us. And if it was true that we could truly eat this and this is what we were designed to eat, then there would be no sickness, illness, and disease. But all of that creates so much acidity and so much toxicity that it inhibits the cell's regeneration and creates the cancer and the autoimmune issues. And I'm just saying that we must remember that we are these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And that absolute and supreme intelligence does not die. We're already in the realm of eternity. We should not be dying at all. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal.